It's the beginning of May, which means we are looking back at the previous month, April. That's what comes before May. Is that right? In yeah. uh, 2022, uh, Anno Domini, in okay, show <laughs> in uh, the Shonen Jump app. Yeah. Which includes things that are not in the Shonen Jump magazine. Is that like a Kani Banashi? I don't that know about Akane Banashi. How do you I mean, know what's not in the magazine? I don't, I don't know, but I know oh. that some stuff isn't. I I'm, guess Kaiju I'm British, Number 8 might not be. Kaiju Number 8, I'm fairly certain, is not. Okay. Um, but then there's some stuff you can only read on business site. Right. If it's 18 up, I yeah. think. Yeah. Like, uh, what was that called? Uh, one of the D ones? Da, da, da. Oh, um... Dan, 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 something. Yeah, which, which, like, which was fine enough, but... It's annoying to have to read it on your computer if you yeah. can normally read it more a portable way or just yeah. more convenient. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to be talking today primarily about one thing in particular, I would say, and that is another one-shot from Fujimoto. Rising Star. I mean, that seems like an understatement, like, you know, Fujimoto is, at this point, I think, just firmly established as one of the best um, right working right now yeah one of the best working right now um a one shot it's like almost 200 pages right like 190 yeah it was close like it was close um, yeah goodbye airy um in some ways it's quite similar to fujimoto's previous one shot up uh, but mm, I, think I think it's think actually quite different they both um, deal with the creation of art i would say different extent yeah the, this one is not it's actually about comics no no which is interesting yes <clears throat> um it doesn't granted i i'm not sh there certainly i don't know much about fujimoto's life but whereas uh look back was clearly like you know based on some like you know semi-autobiographical uh things i don't that doesn't seem to be factor here but possibly i mean i'm it, not sure i, I don't think know people who... obviously people put parts of their life into everything that they make um yeah i mean there was it's hard to talk about you know which one i like i don't i don't know i like both they're both doing right pretty different things i think and i i was surprised to see it but i was glad because i was like oh awesome another fujimoto one shot which i don't know do like we know <clears throat> do these get announced before they maybe i'm not following the right people i feel like it was a complete kind of, surprise yeah um you don't i didn't see an announcement and i feel like i i feel like i follow enough people to be like hey yeah. there's gonna be a new food because like a couple months ago <clears throat> or maybe a little bit more uh i'm gonna butcher this but uh fujimoto had like a sort of residency at angulam uh, mm. which is one of the biggest international comic oh, festivals yes. <clears throat> um and they're uh, a special like exhibit kind of replicated the uh room of uh look back, look back. Uh, that was so cool and i feel like if it was known people would have mentioned like around that time as well like yeah i can't wait true. for the next one true it, that that's, that's good i mean i think it's cool if you can control how your stuff is released if you want it to be a surprise here i don't know that that's true though here is my almost certainly false Pulled out of thin air conspiracy theory hmm. that Fujimoto is like telling them, "Oh yeah, you, you know, you'll, I'm working on Chainsaw Two, right? Chainsaw Man Two, right now. Um, I'll get it to you soon." And then I just they keep asking, like, "All right, when are we going?" And he's like, "Uh, 
here's a one shot that I did. Mm-hmm. And my <clears throat> the real conspiracy theory part of this that is almost certainly not true is that Fujimoto has no intent to make Chainsaw Man. I too. don't think it's that. I don't. Think, I don't actually think. <laughs> Do you that really I'd, believe that? No. I'd be fine with it to be honest. Yeah, but I don't. No, I mean, but I don't I think that's Chainsaw, the case. I want Chainsaw Man too, but I mean, I think it's clear that Fujimoto is doing like it's. He's doing different stuff than pretty much any other person working within the same sort of arena. Yeah. Within this same shonen-ish. Yeah, it's, well, this is at this semen. point, at this point, I don't think. This is think for adults, it, yeah. I think. Yeah, the, fully. Um, Chainsaw Man is not. Is, I could see also being for kids, uh, teens. Yeah, maybe. teens. For but sure. but I mean, I think look back and and goodbye area for adults. Right. I, I think this is where kind of, you know, sometimes sometimes I feel people can kind of say this sort of thing to be sort of uh, overly defensive about like how oh well, you know the whole like categorizing the audience isn't like really you know helpful because really you know one piece can be for adults it's like well no it's not um one piece is no, no. but who's saying that well maybe maybe someone has argued it uh tangent um um obliquely but, but I, I do feel like this is one of those cases that both goodbye airy and look back are both kind of in this sort of like they're just comics it doesn't really matter. No, they're uh, who yeah. they're aimed at because, like, so I and mean, we've discussed this to some extent on the podcast before. But like, you know, although shonen is defined by its demographic, demographic, it does in in a sense create at least certain subgenres. Mm-hmm. Um, That's interesting because you don't hear Western comics talked about this. No, like, not this at, all. at all. I mean, I mean, you can say like comics for adults, comics for kids. Biff pow comics aren't for kids anymore um yeah no i don't i it just seems to me from what little i've read of like current superhero comics like it seems like those are not aimed at kids not at all um no. which like i'm not saying that's bad or but the vast majority aren't there are a few doesn't that... mean they'll be better actually right. i'm sure but yeah so i guess so... we haven't really... so the premise is basically um it, it's almost entirely done in a kind of widescreen, because the kind of formatting four of the panels. panels. Is it all four? I think it's three. Hmm. I'm gonna check. Um, I, I reread it quickly. Yes, I can. Uh, looks like it's four, mostly four. four. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because it's the because yeah, the whole the main thing is that like so much of it is supposed to be as if we are seeing it on the phone of the Utah. Kind of, yeah, Utah, the main character, as he's like shooting movies about his mom clips about his yeah at first at first it seems like you know it's some sort of thing like oh you know my mom's got uh anime mom disease and is dying <laughs> but, but that's very disrespectful most, to what that, is actually very... it, it it doesn't really matter no. what happens in this comic the, the plot is not the important thing no not at all um th- it, though it informs the meaning of course but right and so so basically yeah, the, the plot isn't super important. It's more about how the framing of... Uh, kind how of, you create stories. How you create stories. What you can use, what you can exclude from the frame. Mm. In the case of, in the case of you know, the fiction of him shooting, you know, these little clips. Exclude from the panel in the case of making comics, you know, to kind of create your narrative. Especially in this case, like... <clears throat> um, 
there's sort of like you know sort of like boundaries of fiction and reality thing going on as well yeah, like which much... i think was the most interesting aspect of this there there's i don't think it was just about that though there was, was a pretty layered just like look right. back was pretty layered yeah um it's sort of meanings um i mean i really do think i mean i'm not trying to bullshit like i do think these are really deep sort of pretty pretty deep um thoughtful comics he's made Right. About sort of the, art, the 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 process of creation. And this isn't, this feels a little more general. The, the other yes. one is way more Specific. autobiographical. Yeah. Um, this one feels like sort of like, well, what does it, what does it mean if you fictionalize something part of your life, I guess? Right. Like what, you, you can control it. You can control that part. You can't control right. your real life. But you can control a fictionalized version of it, which is revealed as, like, the mom dies. Like, later, you hear people say, like, man, she was really actually not that good to you. Right. And. But at the same, and as and as well with the uh, the girl who Ari. is. Ari. Ari. The, the titular Ari, of the course. The goodbye. The one who is being said <laughs> goodbye to. Um, yeah. This idea that, like, you know, you know, you made her look, you know, so much nicer than she actually was and so much prettier but i kind of but then like you know it's someone else in the class like saying that to him and they're kind of like you know but i liked that and i think this fiction about telling the truth though right like uh, and i think it goes beyond like the artistic um well obviously like with how it ends with the big explosion and everything obviously fiction is a major part of it um but i think it's also about memory to a certain extent Mm -hmm. um and how we we do like you know everybody has elements of good and bad to them Mm -hmm. um and when they're gone from our lives even if it's not being wholly honest we do usually want to remember the good about and we don't want to dwell on the bad and that's fine so long so long as we're not like you know uh, harming other people in doing so, or right. allowing people not to—it's uh... it, a survival mechanism. Everybody right. kind of has to do it, yeah. Because you're gonna lose people and have terrible things happen to you in your life. I mean, maybe you know, to some degree, maybe nothing as traumatic as some people might experience. But we're all gonna lose people. You know, we're gonna have personal tragedies. Yeah, I think this is sort of about. Yeah, just that fictionalization process, whether you make it, like, a movie or not. Right. I think it's sort of about that process. I don't really think it's as much about making a specific product. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a little bit more interior and than that. That was the more interesting <clears throat> part of it to me. The other the other uh, major, like, aspect of it is the sensationalism that kind of pops up. Like, the, mm-hmm. the explosions, the... You know, making her a vampire thing. It's and fun. she maybe actually was, but it, again, you spice it goes up your life a little bit, right? Um, in some ways, like I, you can kind of read that as um, uh, sort of using kind of just a sort of commentary on using sort of ridiculous manga in Fujimoto's case to kind of like address, <clears throat> like you know, kind of serious emotional elements and such mm-hmm. um and that um and so also there's the whole confusing meta textual of like 
whoa, is she always a vampire or whatever? Well, it it's like, matter. it doesn't matter because I, like, it, it's all fiction. Yeah, it, it, the thing I, the thing that, <laughs> so I know some people are just doing this, sometimes people do this to understand the deeper meaning, which is fine. Like, I think you do sort of have to understand the surface plot to, to some sure. degree to get the sort of, <clears throat> real significance of it but i see some people being like you know like well, what exactly what was actually like the chronology of this what exactly happened at the right. end did he really was that really him going back like like was it all a movie like what was real what wasn't well what is what is real and what isn't in the story you tell about your life right like, yeah F fujimoto isn't doing puzzle box storytelling no, this isn't this something is... to be solved no and i to be fair i haven't i've seen i've just sort of when i was looking earlier for sort of commentary on the, this um most people were having really good discussions about it though every once in a while i did see like you know just sort of kind of surface level sure like like oh it was confusing it didn't really make any sense like what what, what, am, I, what am i supposed to get from this sort of fractured um storytelling which is like you know baby's first uh, not entirely linear sort of layered story yeah um not that that's what i, I don't mean to disparage this no, in that sense but like like some people who are mostly just reading shonen jump action series you know it, this is like a this is like a quite a few levels up from that i mean yes. no offense but like yeah. it does require some thinking yeah and it's not that hard to get though that's the no, thing like no. it's not it's not super esoteric um, yeah, but I mean, it, yeah, it, 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 I'm trying to think if there's any other big sort of layered meanings to it, but I, I, I do think it's sort of about the process of fictionalization. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know, I think it's more specifically like fictionalization of your real life, not just sort of making up a story. Right, right. Because the, you know, the death of the main character is sort of the, like, thrust of both of these. With the main character, I guess, being the mom in the first part. Right. And then Aerie. In the second, yeah. And then it turns out that Aerie is still alive, maybe. Well, it's like sort of like fictionalization is a is an immortalizing process. Yeah. Ooh, that's um, good. I hadn't thought of that aspect yeah, of it. Um, Vamp because vampires the immortal nature you know of that sense you know and like i think people getting lost in like was it real was Ari really a vampire i mean does it really what about this makes you think that that really matters <laughs> like yeah. you know it it it's 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 a coping process it's something everybody does whether you're making art or not mm -hmm. i think i think it's just sort of a necessary thing it's kind of like how in look back fujimoto sort of posited that art was something he like had to do Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something, like, we all have to do, you know? Just sort of this creating stories to sort of cope with... Yeah, no, that that's I mean, creating really stories to, to cope with bad things is not right. exactly, like, a, a very deep or novel thing. But in particular, but, just the... Yeah. The very artistic nature of, like, you know... In this case, I think there's something to the uh, mundane nature of what um yeah this isn't a very long is story. well and when, well in particular the mundane nature of how yuda is making this supposed movie you know just using like a phone in the way that any of us can mm -hmm. pretty much yeah yeah that's um, a good point he's not he's not a manga creator he's right. making like very 
sort of indie. I mean, if you could even barely call it that. I mean, he, he got his movie screened, I think, at, like, a school. Yeah. And only Ari liked it. Um, right. So which I think, like, yeah. In a, yeah, in a way saying. that... Well, he has a more focused kind of effort. Um, he's more consciously, like, trying to string together things into a, a film of sorts. We, we kind of, every day, especially these days, you know, just... We, in, in smaller doses, do the same thing. You're just kind of capturing yeah. these moments in our lives. You have photos on your phone of just photos, random stuff. We have stuff. movies, and there's an inherent... Every time, you know, there's a choice of what we do and do not choose to capture in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so in that sense, we are cultivating our own stories, even if we don't necessarily think of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this one... This now that I think about it, like this, this is about a creative process, but it's not as sort of like. (sighs) It's a more universal. Universal, yeah. It's not necessarily about creating movies. I don't think that's what this is about. No. Um. Yeah, this actually (laughs) this actually has a lot going on. Yeah. Now I'm sort of looking back through and thinking about it. And, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot here. And, and I, I really liked most of his choices with, um, sort of the panel layout. Um, did you think, now, did you think it was as effective, the sort of, there were more in this, I thought, like, of the same shot, a little different. Um, like, there's a scene where he's in the hospital, and it's just, like, a lot of, a lot of panels of, like, the, um... Like, bags of fluid and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know if that was as effective as in Look Back. See, um, I don't what mind... What do you think? I don't mind that kind of stuff so much in this kind of... Well, time uh, is passing. In, in Yeah, in this kind of... When it's released as a full format, in this sense. Okay. okay. I mainly dislike that when it's done in a serialized thing... Because it just feels like it's kind of filling up space, whereas, like... This feels purposeful. Right. Like a choice, rather than, like... Cause, because this is so... I mean, there are time skips, but, like, all the scenes are very, sort of, piece by piece by piece. Yeah. So, like, you can tell, like, there's, like, two seconds between each one, or three. Like, yeah, we're looking right now at some pages where they're eating. And, and there, are, there are minute differences. Minute differences, but... You know, <clears throat> I mean, it also... Looks like, you know, I mean, this is also him filming. Right. So, yeah. And he does this really cool effect when you're, like, moving. Like, a blurry image where you can tell that, like, it's supposed to be, like, a, um... Like, a blurry image on a phone. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I... I really like this. Um... It's good. And... You know, I mean, <clears throat> I think I think sort of it being about death is sort of a little bit more of a a shallower read of it. Yeah, um, that's that's the interesting thing. It's that... part of it a little bit though, because you know that is a big thing that like everybody deals with and sort of has to uh, yeah internalize whatever. I think, it, but uh, it's not really about that though. <laughs> not really. It's if it, death exists in it in how it. It's a powerful theme that you it's, can it's, sort of... Well, it's a powerful this. theme, and it's the sort of thing that once that happens, you cannot make any more... You cannot capture any further mm-hmm. memories in that regard. Um, yeah. 
that, you know, the, the kind of, so to speak, the time for creating memories is over. Um, and you have to kind of work with what you have. Oh, uh, yeah, you see here? He says right there, uh, his dad, this is his dad, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, He's like, you have the power to decide for yourself how you'll remember someone. Yep. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's what this is about. I mean, it's just sort of a very sort of close look at how you do that. Right. Yeah. That's really all it is. I mean, it's 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 deep, but it it's really not. You don't really have to dig that much or think very hard about it. Um, you know, I don't mean to sound like if you had a different read <laughs> on it that you're dumb or something. I do. <laughs> but I don't think it's it's very surface level thing about like dealing with death. I don't. That is not the sense I got from it because Fujimoto doesn't really. I mean, obviously, like Chainsaw Man is like sort of an is an action series. I mean, I mean, I was I was really surprised when I saw a look back and what that yeah. was about, in a good way. Yes, I mean, I of was course. like, wow. I think more manga creators should be given this freedom to be like, you know what, I want to try something different, and maybe you know maybe they won't be good at it or whatever. It turns out right. Fujimoto is a really thoughtful person and really good at different things yeah besides just action and and you know drawing really bloody crazy looking fights though that is though cool. that is awesome <laughs> and and you know i talked about this before i mean i think chainsaw man is sort of just about the phenomenon of violence yes in in media yeah um, it, it is it is definitely like it's not just the violence is there to be kind of cool though that oh, it, it is. that is it is but very it's sort cool. of about how violence is cool and it, 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 yeah it's about pervasive. that it's about yeah. that rather than that just being a yeah it's hard to say you have to sort of read it and like it, it and then reading this it sort of brings it more into focus like how thoughtful he really is i think yeah, yeah. um he's a really really talented guy he's probably the i mean most talented, one of the most talented mangaka working right now. Comic writers, period. Yeah, yeah, um, hard to argue. And I think, I, I wish that more, and I hope more, if they want this opportunity, can have, like, as much time as they want to, like, work on special projects. And Yeah, I think, I think he just smartly, like, had a moment where it's like, this is the moment where I have, you know, a lot of clout. I've just, you know, kind of come up out of nowhere i recognize that i i'm like you know kind of the ascending star and i can flex my leverage um yeah and and be able to do this kind of thing mm -hmm. that's um, great which mo a lot of people just aren't gonna get the chance to do that unfortunately yeah um, yeah especially if you're just working on sort of i mean luckily i guess he made it so that chainsaw man would be in parts so that he could sort of be like, I'm taking a break for now. And yeah. Chainsaw Man 2 will be... Chainsaw Man Part 2 will be out soon. In the meantime, I'm going to give you these one-shots about, like, art and creation. Hope you like them. <laughs> you know, and, and, and the, the really cheering thing is that, like, everyone seems to love these. Yes. I have never seen... I have not seen anybody, like, everyone loves it. Yeah. And they're all really good. They're both really good. I hope he does more. Yeah. I'm sure he will. I want to get all of these in uh, <sighs> hard copies. I... I bet he's doing more. Yeah. I think there's just so much he seems to want to say. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it doesn't really matter that he's saying stuff that we've seen before. It, again, it, this is with anything good. It's yes. like just how you say it. 
he does it in these very precise, like very, very uh, piece by piece little moments here. And it's just really exceptional. It's very good. We like Fujimoto here. That's right. <laughs> I feel that's about all I had to say about this. Um, yeah, I didn't really want to get into the, because the real minutiae of it, because that's not really what's important. No. Not even about look back, I think was a little bit harder to parse at points. I remember I was a little confused about it at first. And I think, <clears throat> as I was saying, like, it's not the most important thing, but you do have to understand sort of the surface story to understand, to get the real enjoyment of it. Um, this one I think was more sort of readable in that sense. Like I didn't sure. have to really think about like what was happening and. You know, was it all a movie? You know, what if it was? So what? Right. You know, it was... kind of reminds me of F is for Fake in that way. No, yeah, that's a good I don't know. reference point. This, <laughs> it's a very different movie, but I mean... You no, know, I get what you're like, saying. Yeah. 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 What Orson Welles. Check him out. <laughs> also a very good creator. Yep. <laughs> Who also kind of just got to do a bunch of stuff that he wanted to do. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, we wanted to primarily talk about that. Um, so for the rest, we're, we're just going to kind of gloss over since we haven't checked in on the unofficial rankings, as always, uh, the qualifier that this is determined by, the uh, kind of order that things appear in the mm-hmm. uh, table magazine. of contents for the magazine, um, which is just kind of generally considered a... Sort of a, a as I said, bellwether for... See if how well things, you know, usually the best ones are kind of towards the, the front. Um, and one thing I noticed, actually, was that Sakamoto Days is, like, near the top pretty consistently. If mm. not if not the first thing in the magazine, um, one of the top. And I, I see why, but it's become one of our favorites we've discussed yeah, before. Yeah, there's... I know you haven't liked as much some of the characters introduced in the latest arc. Well, it's mainly uh, the one. I don't it, love the whole, like, oh, you know, I'm I'm a girl and I'm terrible at... Um, I'm afraid I, of fighting I or whatever. I don't really mind that as much because I feel like they're going to reveal more. And so far they've revealed some interesting things. Right, because the whole, the whole thing is that her... Uh, her mentor was, like, somebody yeah, that Sakamoto yeah. knew. Um I, yeah, I still think it's really strong artistically, sort of just, just, just visual storytelling wise. Mm-hmm. And that is really, you know, and it's like just, it's a fun sort of action movie, basically. I mean, that's the story. Um, but, but I mean, you know, good uh, visual storytelling goes a long way. Yeah. So. I, I've also noticed that um, after kind of trending towards the middle there was like kind of a brief surge of the elusive samurai being at the top and it has been quite good lately i I do like it i've never disliked it particularly i just there are definitely periods where i like it more it it is often like exceptionally good when it when it like leans more into this weird it'll do something really weird and scary every once in a while like it'll show someone's face like breaking apart and bugs coming out of their mouth yeah or like um it, I, I'm not sure where that's coming from, if that makes any sense. Like, cause, cause, when you read it, you don't really think that's the vibe. Like that it's gonna have these like this creepy imagery. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, as I've said before, I like it just cause it's not. 
exactly like a, another shonen action series in there, which yeah, pretty much every other shonen action series I'm reading in there is sort of like something else. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely one of the more unique, unique. things in the magazine right now. Some, say something for that, yeah. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, uh, I've noticed that your favorite, uh, Protect Me Shugamaru, since you are still reading it, is constantly like at the very end. Okay. Um, it is not long for this world, I think. I, I wouldn't recommend it. However, it's sometimes funny. Sure. Um, it, it's funny in a very, 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 very dumb way. Yeah. I mean, it, it sort of is so low that I just kind of <laughs> laugh at it, you know? Like, I mean, there was one chapter that was pretty funny that had, like, a bunch of, like, Smash Bros. references that I mentioned, and, like, it oh, was yeah. just so shameless that I had to laugh at it. Um, it's still not very good or anything. It doesn't really make it, like, a secret gem in my mind, but... Yeah. I think, yeah. as well, um, it's mostly the newer stuff that does tend to just kind of inherently trend towards the bottom. Like, Ayashimon tends to be lower... And Ayashimon, it's fine. It's fine, fine, but it's not really doing anything super different. Like, the art's nice, but... Like, I think between Ayashimon, Protect Me Shugamaru, and Doran Dorororan, I would say Doran Dorororan. Doran Dorororan. It's... It's fine as well. <sighs> Neither of those are particularly... No. Hits. You can sort of tell the way they were introducing characters recently in Duran Duran. They're like, oh my god, we have to get people back on this. Like, we're going to introduce like yeah. three or four new characters. Yeah, and one of them point. is like a firebrand uh, dude with crazy hair. Now it's... I forget if I mentioned this before, but it's, it's reminding me a lot of um, World Trigger. Mm, really? Um, kind of a similar kind of setup that we've got, you know, this sort of uh, team or whatever. Yeah. Not in a fully derivative way, just that in how so many of these you know, kind of resemble each other, as we were discussing. Right. Um, a high school family is kind of all over the place. I think it maybe should have just chosen to end. I guess when it's a comedy series like this, it could probably you can just, you end can just go until you're done. Um, but I, I, I did... I did like, you know, there, there was the whole little, like, a mini arc of them being snowed in. That was, that was nice. It was sweet. It was cute. It and was it funny, was the funny thing. with the, with the, um, okay, so, you know, normally some, some place, some series might take this really weird angles, but, like, there was a, like, senior, I guess, that was, had a crush on the dad. Right. And she, like, confronts the mom in this really funny yeah. scene where it's like, so what? I want to date him. It doesn't matter. Like, it's very absurd. And yeah. then you find out that, like, she's been held back enough to be, like, 21. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, whatever. Like, even if she hadn't been... And then, and then there's like, the confusion of uh, <laughs> of uh, the mom thinking that she's, like, the VTuber. I forget the name. Is it like... Amazon S. Amazon S. <laughs> but I keep it's wanting to say, guy. I keep wanting to say Cape Woman, but that is a, uh, like, cheesecake, like, indie comic that has been running oh. for a long time. Uh, cheesecake, Something wow. Bud. Billy hmm. Bud? No, that's... That's a, that's, that's a Herman Melville That's a Herman Melville short story. Novella. Um, <laughs> yeah, novella. Someone Bud with two Ds, I think. Um, she, is. <laughs> she is. She is. <laughs> um, anyway, um, if Vince is listening, he'll appreciate that. Um, Vince is listening. Um, Mashal sucks. It, it seems pretty... It seems to be kind of stalling out in popularity, and we've noticed that it's like... Deciding, like, it's preparing for its probably final arc. 
I, I think it's awful now. I was defending it longer than you, but I'm on board. I'm I might just stop reading it. It's it's oh my not God. good. It it it. <sighs> I don't know. Like, it's not even funny anymore, really. No, not... It I guess to have a couple funny I guess things. with this, like, there's this kind of, like, mini training arc, there's been a little bit more humor with that. Uh... There's been some funny stuff every now and then, but it's rare, and for a, for a series that is clearly supposed to be an action comedy like One Punch Man, yeah. it does not deliver to me. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like the characters and art enough to read it otherwise, except I'm just reading it because I have been. Yeah. That's basically it what I'm... Inertia. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, The last thing I wanted to talk about, and you won't have much input on this, so I don't know if there's anything that you wanted to mention. Which watch did we want to talk about? Oh yeah, which watch is great. Yeah, Uh, which watch? It was it was technically in March, but there was a incredible chapter. um, (laughs) Walter was like immediately after he read it because he read it before me. He said, "Emily, you have to read this because it pertains to your interests." Yeah, even if you don't read which watch, which you should. But if you haven't, go back read chapter fifty five. You don't need to know anything else about no, the series. No, not yeah. really. It's cause... it's just an extended uh, saw joke. Very funny. <laughs> so it is very funny. I I I the the comic is consistently funny, yes. and it has had some of the fun. It had one of the funniest things I've seen in a manga in a while. <laughs> with that, you also should read. And I can't remember if we talked about it specifically, but there's like a parody chapter oh, man. about That's so funny. about a I think fake we talked manga. about that though. okay but but yeah that was so funny my yeah. god it was it was just spot on I do sort of feel like it's doing this thing where like it it sort of doesn't really focus on the character's abilities sometimes and just sort of does a funny thing and it doesn't really have anything to do with the story that's fine this you think so okay yeah, yeah. yeah I I don't think it's bad because it is funny. If it wasn't funny, I would be like, whatever. I Yes. But. It's something that you're trusting your chops. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's not, it's I, not I sort of saying. like abandoning the concept to just do a random thing always. Um, also, Jig Jag is very funny <laughs> for the for the not Jig song. Yeah, the, 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 Saw, the Saw parody is, is, the concept is that. And the title is great. It's like, we got trapped in a death game, but it sucked. <laughs> and the picture is so funny. They're like, oh my God, this is the worst death game ever. It's like, the concept is so funny well, that like you could be trapped in a death game that's boring. Right, yeah. And tedious. Yeah. It, like like your average escape room experience, am I right? I've never I was in an escape room. It's it's fine. You. The thing about escape rooms is like they're fun for about 15 minutes. None, and then when you're in there long enough, it's like, okay, I'm ready for this to be over. None can capture the manic energy of the Danganronpa series. No. Well, yeah. Danganronpa is an escape room series. Not really, no. But there is that one escape room sequence that's pretty funny because you you can just get hints and just basically get all the answers if you get tired of playing it. Yeah. Which is <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Um, so the last thing I wanted to mention um, is that Black Clover is going on a three-month break. It's not mm. very long. Is the manga, is it health reasons, do you think? Or just sort of uh, I think it's just a work reasons uh, that Tabata is going to get like a head start on what is officially going to be like the last arc. They've said. Okay, good. Um, and to be fair, like both, I, f- I felt like both this arc and not the one before it, but two before it, I think had, like, you know, feelings of this could be the last arc. Mm-hmm. Um, How many times have we said that with About Manga? all sorts of things, yeah. Um, so, 
I, I mean, it's been it's been fine. I still like Tabata's artwork a lot. Yeah. That's definitely something that carries it for me. It's still, you know, pretty generic stuff. I like the characters well enough. Um, but his art is not, you know, it looks good, is what you're saying. Right. But it doesn't really look that different from other stuff, necessarily. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that Tabata, because I know that the anime went on hiatus, which is great. Because yeah, don't, also don't overwork animators. Don't wor- overwork the animators. And don't also, don't make. Uh, don't create tons of filler unless it's a driving lesson episode. <laughs> yes. Every, every that, anime should have a driving episode. That should have been the one exception to Kai's um, Dragon yeah. Ball Kai's um, adapting only the manga stuff. They should have in- included the Piccolo and Goku go to driving school episode. Yeah. That's basically canon as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's great um, buddy comedy. And you know and Asta should have gone to uh <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. I I don't like have super high hopes for the final arc. I'm sure it'll be mm-hmm. perfectly fine and it'll probably look good. Um okay. basically uh big reveal has been that like you all this time you know's been like a prince that he and he didn't know it you like know, the main character no no ass is the, the main you know is like his rival who's like the pretty boy oh him yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um that's kind of been one of the recent things and, i can't believe he's a prince yeah and, and they're but before being a prince you know it's back to we want to both be the wizard king that's the whole thing and the i mean that's piece, the, the pirate king <laughs> Uh, I can't believe they called it Wizard King. They could have maybe come up with, <laughs> with a less sort of... I mean, wizard Emperor. <laughs> wizard... Viceroy. Uh, wizard Epark. I don't know. They could have picked a really obscure, yeah. like, word. My, so, yeah, my, my main bugbear with um, Black Clover is every arc has, like, started off pretty strong and just kind of runs into a similar problem with One Piece, but even worse of it, just getting, like, kind of overbloated and... Yeah, it could be better than it is, I feel. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, it is. it looks good. Um, I'm glad that Tabata is getting the time because I have noticed, though I think I think that there's been less, uh, there was a period where, there, where uh, we had multiple like uh, chapters of Black Clover. I, I, I think this was like a couple of years ago, but where there were like, you know, unfinished pages. And oh, such. yeah. Same with My Hero Academia. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed the chapters being shorter. Which is fine. Which is perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've noticed that my Hero Academia chapters actually have been shorter. Yes. Maybe 15, sometimes 14 pages. Yeah. Um, I hope Porikoshi's okay. Like, yeah, yeah. I, no one, honestly, like, you know, a weekly series seems like an insane proposition. It's... Um, in, in in the Western model, it's like unthinkable. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, like going on a three month break for your final arc. That's you know that's nothing. <laughs> that's like we definitely should. You know, I mean, we we obviously cover all these series that are coming out weekly. We don't mention it every like, time, but like Saga went on hiatus for like what was it three years something yeah, like that. Let artists maybe two, but still, I don't know. I'm. Kind of think maybe Shonen Jump should revise that. I think they right. should not do weeklies, monthlies maybe. I think, and I think the magazine is just such a. So, if the the web audience 
allows you to kind of tweak these things much more because part of the problem with the magazine is that you have a certain amount of pages to fill in order to right um to print to yeah that like okay to print on this sort of scale we need to have these many pages and you know we can and we need to be able to kind of build around that um the web model allows you to kind of avoid that now mm-hmm. of course uh shonen jump in japan will probably be in print probably there's still big print print is probably still the main way people pick well up. yeah yeah probably for our entire lifetimes mm-hmm. with how yeah. uh yeah. yeah so and, and i mean i think like with the with the unfinished pages they're just like uh just just fix it for the tankabons like the the volumes yeah yeah um the trade paperback equivalents yes but um yeah also, there was a Haikyuu one-shot. I forgot to I read that. it. Uh, I So, I haven't finished Haikyuu. I did really like what we read of it. Yeah. Um, And I got that sense of that. I still got that same, like, like you know, cool, like, sort of nice, fun character building from it. I wasn't really sure what the point of it was. It seemed a little bit more pointless than a lot of these other... Right. Sort of, like, checking in chapters. Yeah, all, like All post- these folks that you like. It's just like, here's some stuff they were doing, and here's the teams they're on. I was like, okay, I mean, yeah, okay, cool. Also, interestingly, on something that we have not checked in on ever uh, since it started, Ayakashi Triangle is no longer in the magazine. It'll be on the Shonen Jump Plus app from now on. Oh, I wonder if people were complaining. People were complaining probably that it was in the paper. Probably. Um, Because because on the app, it's 18 only, right? I, it's not in the... You can't read it, I don't think, on the... Um, right, sorry. I meant on the website, which means it's not on the yeah, app at all. Yeah, it's it's probably got a lot of upskirts and stuff like yeah. that. That's the sense I got. Also, Blue Exorcist came back. Oh. That's cool, I guess. Okay. I didn't really read it. Yeah, I, I was reading it for a while, but I, as we've mentioned before, I just kind of I find it difficult to stick with monthlies, which is weird because when it comes to Western comics, that's the primary way I read well, them. It's because they it's because they like sort of have the same amount of stuff in them. And it's a little harder to, I don't know. It, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But, yeah, Ayakashi, I mean, I mean, me and Robico, it's sort of hit or miss for me now, but, but they do have sort of, there was like a couple funny jokes like, is this an Ayakashi triangle moment whenever there's like something sort of risque happening, which I, I guess like it's just sort of now known to be the sort of like pervy gross comic. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, is there anything else? You're just gonna you're just gonna go into a random Ayakashi triangle. Gonna go to chapter sixty nine. Sixty nine. See what's going on. If there's in... anything, uh, they certainly have very uh, defined breasts under their shirts. Under their like school uniform shirts. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. There's like a lot of panty shots and stuff. Or not quite, but close. Right, a lot of that stuff. So anyway, manga. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Most of it. Well, well, most of the stuff I like. I think that's all I had to say for this month. Mm-hmm. Same. April. Pretty cool. Yeah. Please, more Fujimoto one-shots. Let Fujimoto do whatever Fujimoto wants to do. Basically. Forever and ever. Basically. Um, we are going to be back. In, obviously, you know, listeners probably noticed that their schedule was kind of odd these past few weeks. Uh, we should be back in a couple weeks as normal, even though we didn't do this last week. Uh to talk about one piece one piece mm-hmm. we did talk about one piece 
this past month, just not at the normal time. No, anyway, we were a little late. April was a strange month. Um, it's the cruelest month, after all. That is what they say. They do say. Who says that? Uh, is it... Oh my god, I, I'm blanking. Someone said Not it. Tennyson. Um, oh my god. This is the Wasteland. Oh. Are you sure? I'm, I'm totally blanking on this. The Wasteland. Are you sure it's not Tennyson? Oh, no. Dang it. This is on the tip of my tongue, too. This is very important. Makes for a very good podcast. We're, we're very smart and we love reading. Uh, not Tennyson. There's someone it's else. It's T.S. Eliot. T.S. Eliot, yes. I yes. don't know why I said Tennyson. I'm so no, sorry. No, I, I, I do that, too. I confuse them, even though I, they're, I, they're I, fairly they're, different. They're guys that wrote poetry. But also, Tennyson, T.S. Eliot. There's a similar... Yeah, totally totally um, understandable. Yeah. Um, T.S. Eliot was also kind of like weird um, and reactionary, I think. Oh, I, I don't know that. Um, uh, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Silly woman. <laughs> don't. <laughs> all right, that's enough. We'll be back to talk about the beginning of, well, all of the zoo. Oh, wow. Zoo. Yeah. I guess, is that why it's... Oh my god, because it's all animals. Yeah. So I, I call it so. But, uh, uh, Ark and the very beginning of Whole Cake Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, actual numbers will be in the notes. It's something 802 to 831, I think. Something like that. All right, goodbye. All right.